This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello. And welcome to Line Dance Podcast with Megan Barcelia and Christopher Gonzalez. Today we will be sharing our reflections and the playlists from Heart of Texas, possibly the last in-person line dance event for a little while. The undetermined future. Undetermined future, yes, due to the incident that has wrapped the globe. Um, We're going to do things a little out of order uh, right now because I have my laptop open. My laptop has the playlists from the beginner room where I was DJ on Friday and Saturday night. And before the laptop dies, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you what we played. Woohoo. All right. Let's do it. So Friday, part one. And this was all request. Uh, requests, mostly beginner improver level. We have the song Mr. Lonely, which was a floor split of Lonely Blues with Mr. Lonely, which I don't know if anyone actually did, uh, by Robert Royston. Then we have... The song Absolutely Everybody, which is a Neil's dance. I think it's called Absolutely, maybe. Oh, interesting. You have the Copper Knob mobile site, and it looks very different. Wow. All right. Well, definitely, people, check out coppernob.co.uk. It looks like they have a whole new format for the mobile site. That's very interesting. So anyway, I, I want to say that the song or the dance is Absolutely We'll we'll come back to that one. This, the song is absolutely everybody, and the version I used was uh, by Vanessa Amorosi. She also, just fun fact, uh, is the person from the same album who did the song The Power, which is the song for Simon Ward's Powerade, which I think ought to be danced more often. It's a lot of fun. All right, yep, there it is, Niels Polson, Everybody, April 2019. After that, we had Bonaparte's Retreat, Lonely Drum, Pontoon, Codigo, uh, Thinking Country, Homesick Heart, and man, how much country is that in a row? Bone for one, two, three, four, five country songs in a row. Gotta love it. Oh, six, there's Homesick Heart. All right, then we have Senorita La La La, I'm Free, Back on Texas Time, which got a lot of play because, I mean, we were in Texas after all, it was Dallas or Dallas area. Um, and that was actually floor split with another popular dance that uh, other folks were doing just called Texas Time. But I don't think it was the Jackie Jack's um, UK favorite, uh, which I believe was choreographed to someone. Uh, Jackie Jack's and I want to say Alan Birchall. Don't quote me on that. Uh, we have our support over here uh, ready with up. her fingers. Uh, Texas Time is the name of the dance. Is, okay, so it's not back on um, Texas time. No, no, that's the Gail Dawson one, uh, which other folks were doing. And I don't want to There's a the lot. Right, but the one we're Alan looking for... Alan Burchill and it was Alan Jackie Burchill. Jacks, ha, ha. which is New Line Dance. Yes, so it was. Okay. Uh, after that, we had Until the Dawn. Uh, and, you know, just for options, I called out Charlie's Cha and and get it on, but nobody danced those. They just did uh, Gary Lafferty's very popular Until the Dawn. Uh, then we had I Close My Eyes, Gypsy Queen, Sweet Caroline, bum bum bum, and Love Someone by Brett Eldridge. What is the dance for Love Someone by Brett Eldridge? Love Someone. Love Someone. Let me play a few bars and we'll see if that sounds familiar to anyone at home. Maybe you'll guess it before we get to it. Jump in if you say. I don't know what that is. Doesn't sound familiar. 
Oh, there's a lot of Love Someone. Stuff the World, Dance and Moon Cream. There's a Kate Sala called Love Someone. Mm, It's not when you love... uh, You know, I don't know what dance that would have been, but it was in the Beginner Improver Room, and it was to the song Love Someone. Yeah, if it wasn't a... I'm going to say a home bar kind of dance. Um, Kate Sala does have a Love Someone to Love Someone by Brett Eldridge. Hmm, Perhaps that was it. All right. Uh, Then at some point, you know, I wonder if maybe it was a teach. It might have been a teach over the weekend that wasn't released yet. Because I also noticed that I had a new session of DJ Pro open right after that play. And I think Rosie, Rosie Moltari may have... Uh, taught something. Let me flip th- through our schedule here. It would have been a Thursday or a Friday teach. And I know that they got through most of one of the songs that I played before DJ Pro crashed. <laughs> and at the end of it, I remember saying, uh, oh, well, at least you got to, to dance most of it. Let's see. What did Rosie Multari teach? We got um, Got the Rhythm, Go Bold for Gold. Love You For It, and MDC. I don't know if it was any of those. But that would have been what was taught on Friday. And at that point, that would have been all that was taught because I don't think we did anything on Thursday. Nope. Anyhow, that's a long way of saying the song was Love Someone by Brett Eldridge. All right, moving on to the second session. uh, After I opened uh, the app again, we have Double Scoop, uh, Cruisin' to the original song Still Cruisin' by the Beach Boys, Bossa Nova, uh, somebody requested what I taught, which was Going Places, an absolute beginner dance, to the song American Boy with no rap from Kanye West. This was just the pure Estelle version. And I lumped that in with uh, requests also for Strut Through My Heart and K is for Kicks, uh, a couple also Christopher Gonzalez choreography pieces. All right, after that, when we had a floor split... This was the awkward floor split night, I think. Was it? Yeah, this was the one you weren't there for. Oh. Or, they were what? both awkward, if you ask me. Because mm. if I... Oh, if, if it's the Saturday one, then you were there for that. If it was Friday, this was the one where I think I was the only person to dance, Dance Monkey Dance. And on the other side, I think that night they actually danced Dance Monkey by Alison Johnstone. Because it was the beginning room. Yes. Um... There was the following night, I guess. That must have been when you showed up. And we ended up dancing Dance Monkey Dance. And nobody danced Dance Monkey. Yeah, no, they all just... Just watched us Stood around and watched us. Which Which I appreciate. That was very (laughs) flattering. But also, I was not prepared for. Yeah. Well, after that, we did uh, Rio, Come Dance With Me, to the original song, Come Dance With Me. Uh, On Silver Wings. So, um, I guess Joe must have arrived. So, we have Silver Wings, which was requested. Uh, American Kids, <laughs> Love Repeats, John must have been around. Uh, let's see, Country As Can Be, to the original song, Country As A Boy Can Be. Uh, Chill Factor, Imelda's Way. I called Doing The Walk split with The Walk, but I guess nobody did The Walk. They just did Doing The Walk, which is fine. I'm not sure which <laughs> night that was, because I know one of the nights... This would have been Friday. Uh, well, I'm more specifically referring to one of the nights you had called it I was in the room and I had called out Gerard Murphy's The Walk that must have been Saturday and the other side was still dancing doing the walk like it was a Mm -hmm. legit floor split Yeah, that was probably Saturday Uh, then we have 
Dance Above the Rainbow was the song, but Rosie wanted that to be Stealing the Best, which I, I believe celebrates its 20-year anniversary this year. Uh, Stealing the Best to the song Dance Above the Rainbow by Ronan, Ronan Hardiman. Uh, other folks may know that song um, as the song for Pot of Gold, which I used to kind of know, uh, but haven't danced in a while. Then we have Wonderland Waltz, Islands in the Stream. <coughs> uh, let's see what was after that. My DJ Pro keeps jumping to the top for some reason. Islands in the Stream, Wave on Wave. Uh, huh, Redneck Angel, the bar favorite, was requested. And I believe I did a quick teach of that uh, both nights. Redneck Angel, 16 Counts by Sherry Litzenberg and Renee Filiou. And I played uh, Merry Go Round as the song for that. Then we have Something in the Water. That's uh, Niels Polson's Something in the Water. Uh, the Wolf, the clean version of the song. Uh, not that it was requested. I just like playing the clean version of the song. Uh, let's see. Oh, interesting how it keeps jumping. Maybe if I switch formats, we'll try that. All right. After the wolf, we have Shady, Mama Maria. Uh, let's see. Amigo. The song is Amigo, but the dance is just a two-steppin' by Joe Thompson's Mansky and Norm Gifford. Then we have Hoot Nanny, Dizzy, and I imagine Joe must have been around uh, still if I had played those so closely together. Then we have A Floor Split. Yes, A Floor Split. The song was Fireball. I led Aussie on one side of the room, and Joe led Moving Hips by Frank yes. Trace on and the far side. This was the night that I ended up calling Gerard's dance. Gerard? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, his dance... It was Friday night mm. that I'm actually placing myself back at the event with all the music that's playing because I was in the room and I remember I was dancing, moving hips, and I had every intention of jumping over to Aussie. But when I was about to jump over to Aussie, John had jumped from Aussie to moving hips mm. and blocked me in. So I couldn't like easily split the floor and go to the other side. Mm. Then we have Country Bump, Rocket to the Sun, Whiskey Bridges, Toes. Yeah, you put me to work for a few of those. Hmm. I played Beer for My Horses. This may have been the night we did Cruisin' to it. I know that there was a night when we did um, something other than Beer for My Horses while giving the people who requested it a chance to do it if they wanted. Somebody requested Easy Clap Snap, but some folks also did... Just regular Rebecca Lee clap snap. Um, then we have Lipstick Tango, Yeah by Michael Barr. Uh, Rockin' the Wagon Wheel, Love Ain't, Drinkin' Problem, Shoop. So a whole lot of Darren all chunked together. That was another chunk you had me working. <laughs> uh, let's see. Shotgun Jenny's, Josie's Funk, Ghost Train. And they specifically requested, because I asked what song they wanted for it. And when I said LCD's uh, Zorba's Dance... The person who was excited and asked the question said she was going like, to go sit back down. I said, oh, uh, was there another song that you wanted for? Did you want the original? And somebody else said, yeah, Ghost Train. I was like, oh, okay. So the original song, then uh, Ghost Train. Somebody else said Going Downhill Fast. And I said, oh, yeah, that's the same one by uh, the group Australia's Tornadoes. I like that version. Yeah. And after that, we had Champagne Promise, Lay Low, 1159, which I believe I played at 1159. I believe it. Uh, this was the night we went all the way to 1245. So we had 1159, followed by After Midnight, of course. Yes, I remember because I was in there for those dances mm. there. And then we had um, 
Well, it looks like I played Mr. Lonely slash Lonely Blues again. And then altitude adjustment. Interesting. I wonder what the dance is for altitude adjustment, because I don't think that's the original name of the dance. I have the request lists uh, all inside still. I keep all the uh, request lists for uh, events where I DJ, just for posterity's sake. I should really like date and time those now that I think about it, because otherwise they'll just all look like dances in a row and I won't know what the context was. Oh, Higher and Higher. That was the dance. Thank you for pointing that out, Megan. Uh, after that was I'll Name the Dogs. As you can see, this is as as we're getting later in the evening, this is the less guaranteed floor filler set uh, for people who decide to stick around and hope that their, their dance gets played. Uh, then we have Senorita 2, not to be confused with Senorita La La La. Uh, Puebla. Puebla by Alvaro Soler. I wonder what that one was. I remember, I think that might be La Fiesta Cubana. I want to say it's the La Fiesta Cubana. And then we have If I Back It Up Now by Raymond Solomon and... It is La Fiesta. I was like, awesome. I thought so, yeah. because I know I've recently taught that one. Mm. So it sounded right. Yes. And then after that was Ira Weisberg and uh, Raymond Solomon's If I Back It Up Now. Uh Interesting. Oh, okay. So when I played that uh, song where the dance was higher and higher earlier, they seemed confused. And I guess we didn't go through with the dancing of it. What it was, was uh, a same name, but um, I believe this one has an ampersand. It's higher and higher by Michael McDonald, the the artist Michael McDonald. uh, And the song is parentheses, your love keeps lifting me, parentheses, higher and higher. The dance is higher and higher ampersand higher and I believe it is a max period dance after that we have handyman's dream which I probably floor split because I don't think there was enough um, of a turnout for that particular dance Uh, let's see hip swinging blues I don't know if that's the original name of the dance but the song is definitely hip swinging blues um, by Deidre D-I-E-D-R-A oh it is hip swinging blues huh wonder which version they did Probably, well, gosh, there's a beginner and there's a beginner intermediate. Well, it would have been one of those, Hip Swing and Blues. Then we have a reprise of Bonaparte's Retreat and Back on Texas Time slash Texas Time and a request again for Going Places from somebody who missed it earlier and then I played the other song that we danced it to in the teach, which is "Can't Our Club Can't Handle Me by Flo Rida featuring David Guetta. All right, moving on now, we go to Saturday Night in the Beginner Room and I started with, ah, somebody requested a review of Ghost Ride It. And this was at the very beginning of the night. So people were coming in to essentially like a reteach slash review of Ghost Ride It, followed by Cruisin', These Old Boots, uh, Another Dance Monkey Dance slash Dance Monkey Floor Split, American Kids, Bonaparte's Retreat, uh, Knockin' Boots, which I split with Come Dance With Me. And then I saw that Cody Flowers was actually in the room to dance his own dance, Knockin' Boots, which was great. I love when uh, the choreographers come into the room where their dances are being danced. Then we have Homesick Heart, Beer for My Horses, which I'm sure, again, was another floor split. I forget what I split it with this time. Uh, I Close My Eyes, 1159, Rio, Bossa Nova, Smoky Places, the classic. Sweet Caroline, bum bum bum. Uh, Mr. Lonely, which I'm sure was another split of Lonely Blues and Mr. Lonely. Silver Wings, uh, a review of Raining in My Heart, uh, which I believe was Rosie's Teach, Raining in My Heart. 
And then I reviewed Crawfish Pie, which I choreographed with uh, Mr. Norm Gifford. Then we have Case for Kicks, uh, Rocket to the Sun, Wonderland Waltz, One in a Million. What is One in a Million? Oh, oh, I believe this is Miss Congeniality because it's from the album Miss Congeniality. That was a review of Joe's Teach, Miss Congeniality. Then we have a request for Joe and Joe Tango, which I split with Lipstick Tango on the other side of the floor. Then we have Gypsy Queen, Senorita, la 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 la. Lonely Drum, uh, Going Ham was actually requested. That was interesting. I did a quick teach of that. Then we had a split of Back On slash Texas Time. Uh, then we have another dance through of Redneck Angel, but this time we danced it to Something Bad, which is what we danced it to back home um, in California, specifically in Sacramento at Stoney's Rock and Rodeo. Then we had Crash and Burn, which I split with Cruisin' because that's what we used to dance as one option for Cruisin' um, at the grad, the Davis graduate. They used to do uh, Crash and Burn as a Cruisin'. Then we have Lelo, X's and O's. Did anyone actually remember Amy's X's and O's or was it just us on the side doing John and Rick's? No, I saw a few people dancing Amy's. Good. I think it took them a while to remember. It did. They They were were fighting for it. Yeah. All right. Then we have I'm Free, Hands Talk Tonight, (laughs) Love Repeats uh, again. And then, oh, yes, Remember You Young. Uh, That must have been a review from Joe. Joe came to visit us a lot. I liked that. Joe's good about that. Then we had another floor split of Aussie with Moving Hips, uh, Until the Dawn, Codigo, Shot of Tequila, Shoop, Senorita 2, uh, Pontoon, When You Smile, Toes, Sucker, and this one I played at 11.59, but I had already played 11.59 earlier in the night. This one was uh, at 11.59, but I said that I hope they don't mind. Even though they cut us off, they wanted us to end at midnight. I told them that this one would be ending slightly after midnight because it was after midnight and that's how we closed the room yeah all right so that was it for the beginner dances of friday and saturday night at heart of texas all right thoughts on heart of texas would you like to look at the schedule i have a, a memory jogging schedule right here got so, thursday friday saturday and sunday I'm going to start it off with, first and foremost, this is the first year I'd, I'd attended Heart of Texas. Same. And I was very much looking forward to it mm-hmm. because I I love going to events that I know what to expect mm-hmm. for sure because then I'm prepared for them. Um, there's always something different that happens at these events that I've been to before. But I go back because I love them and there's a reason why I return to them. Mm. I also very much enjoy the unexpected of a new event. Um, I like going in with the, I have no idea what to expect. So I generally just go, I'm just going to take things as they come and be in the moment and enjoy them. And this event did not fail in supplying me with plenty of wonderful memories. Hmm. Um, First and foremost, big shout out to my roomie, Rebecca Sneed. Mm. Uh, she was able to join, pre- I say loosely, pretty closely to last minute. 
and she reached out and asked me if I knew of anybody who needed a roommate or had a spare bed and I certainly did have a spare bed so I offered it up to her so that was fun getting to hang out with her and getting to know her more Um, as well as there was something going into this event where I kind I think a lot of us knew but me specifically I kind of approached it in a more realistic very scary idea of what if this was the last event what if I don't get to dance for a while what if I don't get to see these people for a while I really need to make the most of what this opportunity is for me and just really celebrate it um Especially seeing as we had people like Debbie Rushton, Rebecca Lee, and Roy Verdonk, who are not part of the United States. Um, And the air travel being what it was and closing borders of different countries, getting a little scary. You know, it was definitely one of those where... We were very lucky that they were able to make it. Unfortunately, the wonderful Niels Poulsen was not, but was certainly missed. Um, This event, I really got to not only focus on enjoying the dancing and being part of the experience of the weekend, but also I really got to know some people a little bit better. Hmm. Like I got to sit down... And talk more with Dustin Betts, which was absolutely amazing and hilarious. Um, same thing with Cody Flowers. Like, I've mm. ne- I don't know if I've ever actually really sat down and talked to Cody. And I love that boy. Yeah. He is amazing. Like, him and Dustin, seriously. I was so glad that I got to, like, know them better this weekend. And I'm very grateful for the idea that Dustin knows all of these crazy dances that have been around forever and it's like how you're so young and then I remember that like you know he's been doing this a while Mm -hmm. but at the same time you know it's fun to see him get excited about certain dances as well as some of my favorite dances like I love it and then we find out that like Debbie Russian gets excited about some of our favorite dances too that we never get to dance but we find out that like that's like her favorite dances and so you know it was really it was just a really bonding time and I am so grateful that I decided to go to heart of Texas and to be among these people given everything of course it's always wonderful to see Amy Glass and Scott Blevins and oh, of course Joe Thompson Zemanski. I mean, like seriously, John Robbins always entertaining, um, as well as you know, um, I call her Nona Bubbles, <laughs> but you know Rosie Maltari. Like just this this staff was awesome. It was kind of cool to get to know uh, Megan Wheeler a little bit better as well. I didn't get as much time. Um, with her specifically and then of course Rhoda Lye there was just a really good collection of people for staff at this event and because of all the different staff members that were there that brought in a whole collection of people 
that I don't normally get to interact with. And that was really cool. Um, I got to sit down and eat dinner with some with some really nice folks. Um, some from Texas, some from California. Go figure. Um, but that was a really fun and interesting experience. Um, I'm not sure I completely understood the show. But I also didn't not understand the show. So it was very interesting. To describe the show, I believe it was a dream sequence in which... Megan Wheeler, I think she f- she fell asleep and she ended up in this, in Texas, uh, in this bar, saloon. saloon yeah. <laughs> and then when she, I guess, comes back from it, she's getting ready to be married and she sees all of these people, kind of like Wizard of Oz, who were in her dream and also are at her wedding. And uh, I guess she was supposed to have uh, Blaine there and Scott filled in. Yes. So, like I said, I understood the dream. Just didn't also, or the show, I didn't also, yeah. Mm. It was was very interesting. It was like, what is going on? Mm. But because everybody had to choreograph their numbers, I was very impressed at what everybody came up with Mm. and how they interpreted whatever song they were given or chosen I was not behind the scenes, so I don't know how that worked out. In the long run, it turned out very enjoyable for the time that it was. Um, I thought they did a pretty good job of not making the show seem excessively long. Mm. In the sense of like, you're like, okay, I could be dancing now. It was like 30 minutes start finish. Yeah. Um, And it moved along fast enough. And you got to see different people perform different things, and that was nice. So I enjoyed that. Um, as for the dances that were taught that weekend, the one that really stood out to me um, for personal reasons is Scott Blevins' new dance, Nobody. Um, I, I, oh, so this song, I found this song almost gosh I don't even know nine maybe ten months ago and I had been holding on to it for so long to get the courage to like send it to Scott and so I finally did and he liked it and so he agreed to start working on it with me and so we started working on it and going a little bit back and forth and then some personal things for me came up and I wasn't able to continue on with it but he was already invested in it so we had a you know a nice in-depth conversation about it and I told him I would much rather him use the music and come up with something great because when I heard the song I heard him and I was part of the process enough to see how his mind works and how he approaches choreography which is what my ultimate goal was to work with anybody, any choreographer, is just to see their process and see how they come up with things and how they hear music differently than me. And just to expand my experience in that, to be a part of it. And so I was really excited to see the final and finished product um, and what he's done with the music because I only got so far with him before you know he kind of took it on as his baby. And I just absolutely loved it. I love this dance so much. It's fun. I think it's it's very simple 
and accessible, but just difficult enough to push certain dancers that it's a really good balanced um, piece of choreography as well as the song is just fun and sassy. And watching Scott teach it was very entertaining to me because I don't know if I've ever actually sat in a lesson of Scott's start to finish before. Um, And so it was really enjoyable to see how he breaks down things and how he explains things and um, the sassy woman in his head that he imagines dancing this piece it's it's very fun to hear how he sees things and how he explains things. And I think it helped me overall as a choreographer and an instructor because I, I knew the dance ahead of time for the most part um, going into it. So I, I knew what he was trying to explain. So hearing him explain it helped me as well as, like I said, like the process of how he heard music and how he explained like, well, I really, really heard this, but then I had to take a step away from it and I heard like all of this other things. And so then I changed how this felt. And so it was, it was very interesting for me to see and feel what he felt with the music, um, knowing how the process kind of flowed up and down with that. So I thought that was a really cool experience for me and what stood out the most um, overall for the dances um, and then of course there, there was a lot of fun dances there other than that but that was the one that had the most most impact for me and excitement for me the second one would probably be because I didn't realize you had submitted it was Devils in the Canyon Yay! That was the second one. That music, oh my god. Again, I found this music, held on to it for like a month or two, played it for you, and you were just as excited about this music as I was. And so like that to me was just meant the world. And like I knew that if you were as invested in this song as I was, you weren't gonna just dismiss this as, you know, like, oh yeah, we can just throw some pieces. Like you wanted to find the right steps for this song and I had an absolute blast watching you teach it and explain it and watching this floor full of people learn our dance so that was really cool I like how this teach went also I think this this really gives a lot of support to the idea as Scott has said before that you should teach a dance for a year before just you know moving on to the new thing um, I had actually taught this last August at Dancing Up a Storm in Kansas City. Was it not that? No, no. You taught it at Florida. I taught it at oh, you taught Dancing it. Up a Storm. Uh-huh. I taught it in Colorado at Pikes Peak. Then I taught it up Dancing in the Storm. And then you taught it in Florida and you taught it here now. I think this was the best. This was absolutely the, the best. The, this went the best bet- uh, <laughs> from all of those. And I think one of the things that helped was we. there's a one part uh after the big drag back uh you make like a um, three forty five degree so what would that be like three eighths turn to your right and you can do a spiral thing and go back and it feels very natural to do it it's very difficult to break it down and have everyone stay on board just by taking that out and saying hey you can put it in the spiral if you want here's how you do it otherwise let's just do a step hold and then a rock recover back 
that made it so much smoother. It takes out a confusing part so that they can wrap their head around all 64 counts. Yes. And uh, and then there's only one tricky, tricky thing that happens, and it's the <laughs> hitch into a sweep or the hook into a sweep after the first mm, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, counts. 16 counts. Yeah. So if you get that part down, the rest of the dance is just gravy. And uh, that helped speed things along so that they could get into reps sooner. Mm -hmm. uh, the sooner you finish giving them the foundation of what are the steps, the sooner they can start doing them to music, slowed down, slightly faster, slightly faster, full speed, full speed. And, um, you know, you, we used all the same stuff of like counts, calls, uh, a mixture of the two, kind of singing where possible uh, or, or saying the counts to the tune of the music, um, doing at least one wall with the music before trying you know, other walls. And if, if, uh, if we had just taught it the first couple times or the first few times at these other events and just let that be it, we might have had a different lasting, lasting experience of how it felt. And we'd think, oh... We could have done better, but now we can never go back to it because it's, you know, it's already in the past a year mark. People would be like, why are you still teaching this? <laughs> because we haven't released it yet. <laughs> and now that we have had like a solid teach under our belt, it feels a little better to say, all right, this is ready. It's fully baked. Uh, maybe we'll make a couple alterations in the step sheet about what's like vanilla and what's, you know, optional. Flare. Yeah, optional. Um, but like we, we can say like when, when I think about these creations, these, these dances that we choreograph, it's kind of like having a kid and you want your kid to do well. That's how I feel about like the dances that I, I have been teaching for the last couple of years. Um, uh, and I, I believe in them. Like I believe in baby DNCE with me and party in the back and even going places as new as it is. And if I feel solid with it, then I want to give it a voice and give it a chance for as long as I can. And then once it's out there, you know, then maybe look at some of the others and give them more of a voice in the spotlight. And this one, I didn't want to just give up on it and say like, oh, well, I guess we, we tried our best, but those weren't the right steps. That wasn't the dance for the song. Like, I think, you know, it, it feels good enough to dance that I think we were on to something. We just needed a, a new way to like structure the teach or explain things and through practice through several iterations of trying to get that across uh, this experience happened and now I feel like alright the kid is, is all set to go off to wherever his next stage is and it will do whatever it does in the world we can look at some new projects kind of like can't walk away you know we felt very solid about it it went out into the world in its final form and we're like all right we'll see how it does and just today we we saw somebody live cindy massengale live streaming a teach video of can't walk away and that's that's like th this idea of something outliving you like having a kid you know it goes off and you don't know what it's going to do you don't know whether it's going to make friends you don't know if anyone's going to like him or her but you, you hope for the best and you see, you know, you kind of track its progress from a distance as parents do. <laughs> and, and you see whether, whether it's the right place and time for it. And, you know, we felt that way with Can't Walk Away. And I feel like after having had this experience at Heart of Texas, 
I can say that about Devils in the Canyon as well. But yeah. See, when we when we first, I can't say first choreographed it because we've had a couple variations to what we originally came up with. Mm. Um, when we first quote unquote soft released it mm. at Pikes Peak. I loved the dance. I was like, yes, I was so excited. The music made me want to move. I loved how, because we didn't have any tags or restarts in it, how it changes phrases. Like it doesn't really go off phrase because there's no syncopation in the dance whatsoever that it just hits in different spots. But like the big drags or the long steps, like those all seem to hit in the right spot at the right time, regardless of where in the music it fell and, mm. and syncs up with. And I thought we did such a good job on it. And I was like, it was so excited. And then the teach happened. And I thought I did, I did a good job of teaching it and explaining it. But it was still just one of those like, oh, were we like overexcited about this? Does it, is it one of those where it feels good to us, but like we're one of those freaks of natures that like not everybody dances like us, you know, kind of situations where I was like, oh no, did we totally mess this up? But I love how the dance is. So it's like, do we release it? Do we hold on to it? So we sat on it for a little while. A couple months later, I taught it again and it was still a little rough around the edges, but it was the same steps. We hadn't changed anything because we still really liked it. And then you taught it in Florida and same thing. It was like, what are we doing wrong? This is like, we are really enjoying this dance. Is this just one of those that it's just going to be for us kind of things? And it's like, that's okay if it is, but you know, like, should we stop pushing it on people? And then you taught it this one last time, full floor and people were getting it left and right. And it was just one of those things where I think it just, it was like you had said, baked to the perfect time. It was like almost like a souffle mm -hmm. where like you can burn it or undercook a souffle so easily. But that perfect moment and like this just this just felt so good. And again, that song, I can't mm -hmm. I this just song makes me feel good. I love the sound of it and I'm just everything about the song is amazing. And I just thought we did a really good job with just feeling the music. And for anyone who wants to Google it, it's Devils in the Canyon by The Strike. Yes. Um, and I think once we type up and just flip the vanilla versus the optional from the step hold and the turning, just flip those around, I think... I think we're ready just to release it, let it do what it's going to do. If it goes nowhere, then whatever y'all are missing out on the song, at least. <laughs> but honestly, if it goes places, then great. And if not, then I, I at least have this wonderful memory of this whole process. Um, and there really is something to be said about the right moment. I know like what Darren, Fred and Amy took forever to release shady because mm -hmm. it wasn't the time yet mm -hmm. and yeah rebecca with gimme gimme also yeah it's like they sat on that for a while and this has been you know a year in its making for us to finally get to the point where like okay here's the step sheet which we can say um i do have to acknowledge just my little tangent 
Mm. Um, that Roy and Fiona have been got, getting better at releasing their step sheets. Mm. But I was going to say at least we're, we plan on releasing a step sheet because I still have dances that I want to learn from Roy and F- Roy and Fiona that are like years old that have yet to have a step sheet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you mentioned uh, you mentioned like the phrase "goes places" and you mentioned dances that may or may not be released. So I have a dance called "Going Places" that is still unreleased, <laughs> uh, and and. I think I'll just take this moment to list the other teaches from this event that I did. Um, going places, I'm still I'm still feeling it out. It seems all right. Um, I'm okay with it as it is. And after this whole thing blows over and we're back at events, I might just kind of like send it out. But I, I don't know if I need to like hammer this one in at people as much. Whereas, for example, put the hurt on me, I love. I love the dance. I love the song. Me too, me too, me too. <laughs> me too, me too, me too. That, that was my Sunday teach, my Sunday very early morning teach, 9 a.m. Um, and I I will take any excuse to teach that um, because I just enjoy the feel of the movements. And yes, there's a restart. And yes, there's a tag. And yes, there's a, a, a kind of a restart and tag at the same time. And, but it's worth it so you can dance to that song. Mm. Uh, whereas like going places to American Boy or even to Can't Handle Me, like I like the way they feel, um, but I would understand if they are just where they are and that's that. Like Joe has years of dances and the ones that people keep coming back to are Dizzy and Come Dance With Me. There are probably others that she's you know happy that she did but have just kind of stayed in line dance history and that's okay. Some dances do that. I feel comfortable with the steps for going places matching the music in the various song switches that we've tried and I am glad that I get to dance to those songs with these movements and I'm also okay you know when another song comes out dancing something else and having this one rotate its way off the playlist but I do still plan to release it at some point as I do with Ghost Ride It (laughs) which was another one of my teaches uh, over the weekend Uh, I taught that at Windy City as well. Yes, you and did. I believe, did I do it at Florida? I probably did it at Florida. Yes, you did. Yes. Um, I, I like it. I think it's funky. It's got a hop-hop. It's got some syncopation. Uh, it's another one of those things where I changed what's vanilla and what's optional um, for the teach. And instead of doing the glide box as normal, I said, well, that's something you can do. Or... You can just do the side rock recover. And I, I felt like that was more appropriate for, for the group, for the people who showed up for what they thought was an improver teach. That was fine. Uh, that's probably how I will end up releasing it. And then the glide box can be just for fun. Um, and then the vine that can be a rolling vine, because he says, um, let it roll, let it roll, let it roll. Of course, you got to do a rolling vine there. Like, right. what else rolls? You have to do a roll. But if people want to, they can do just a regular vine to the right. That, I feel like I need to stick to my guns on that one. The roll is canon. The normal vine is an option. You can do that if you want. All right. Um, So I've mentioned going places. I've mentioned ghost ride it. Love, love, love. Put the hurt on me. And I know that's a quick teach. So I asked them if if they wouldn't mind having that uh, be a Sunday teach Mm -hmm. so that I can review other dances with all the time that would surely be left over. Um, I also taught Crawfish Pie for the first time, which is a recent release 
of uh, myself and Norm Gifford. Uh, we did a lot of the in-person work on that at Vegas Dance Explosion this year. Okay. And once we hit upon some common likes uh, for options that, you know, we, we'd been going back and forth on a few different things. When we, when we saw some stuff that was like, oh yeah, what if we did this? And then like, you could have an option to do this. Like we were both so excited about it that that's that, that like eureka feeling of co-choreography. When you both like something, you're like, that's going in. I like that feeling. <laughs> Cause like you can always second guess yourself when it's just you and you're like, I like it today, but will I like it tomorrow? When you find something that you both like, you just want to keep it. Because it just makes everything so much easier if you just keep it. And I think that's how... <laughs> no matter how many times you try and take it out. Yeah. Yeah, we've had that experience. <laughs> um, that, that's how Crawfish Pie came to its final form. Uh, also with the, the help and guidance of Joe Thompson Spansky, who just you know, took some casual looks at the step sheet and said, oh, well, uh, if you're looking for something to kind of transition this, what if about this, this little and count? Oh, perfect. Um there, I believe, was one other. So we had, and I know that Faded is in there. Let me see if there was anything else. We had Crawfish Pie, Ghost Ride It, Put the Hurt on Me. Uh, go, oh, of course, Party in the Back. So there's Going Places, there's Party in the Back. I enjoy teaching Party in the Back. Compared to Going Places, I feel like I'm going to be doing Party in the Back for like the next six years. Just throwing that in along with K's for Kicks as possible, absolute beginner um, options for people. And the reason, uh, partly, is because I like the story behind the name, <laughs> how you can dance it to the, the, the song Party, you can dance it to In the Cool, Cool, Cool of the Evening, you can dance it to Tour Back, and that's how it's Party in the Back. It's got butt stuff, so again, Party in the Back. Uh, it's got a senior option, a country, very much country bar option, and then it has just your standard beginner room option. And because so much, it, it, it's, that, it, it's that saying, you get out of it what you put into it. And I really feel like so much went into that. As simple as it you know, is face value, it's an absolute beginner dance. Um, I feel like a lot of care went into that and thought from, from you know, all the drafts and iterations. And now that it is what it is, I am solid behind it. I am ready to let that baby soar for years. And... I would be happy to just teach the, the drop of a hat anytime somebody needs, you know, an absolute beginner teacher just to fill in for the night. Um, the last dance uh, that I quickly mentioned earlier was Faded. Uh, I, our, our event directors, uh, Cheryl, Nikki, and Tom, said that they'd be all right with a classic dance being taught as long as it was like a really special one for you. And I love Faded by Rachel McEnany-White and Robin Madeley. Uh, we don't get to dance it all that often, which is weird because we dance in our area, Larger Than Life, uh, to the song Larger Than Life by Backstreet Boys, Black Ice to the song If You Gettin' Down by Five, uh, Booty Shaken to the song uh, Just Got Paid by NSYNC, and Music High to the song Pop by NSYNC. So we dance to boy bands. How did this 32 count, no tag, no restart uh, song by ooh, Soul Decision... Um, the dance being fa- uh, the song being faded. How did that get passed? How do, how do we I, not dance that? I can answer that. Yes, because the boy bands you're referring to are boy bands of teenagers in the '90s. True. I guess Soul, Soul Decision, Decision is, might have been more UK. It's a little oh. bit, yeah. Because hmm. I had never heard of Soul Decision. Hmm. 
Yeah, Jeff seemed to think that they were like big, but he was also a DJ at that time. Yeah. So he probably had way more experience yeah. with, with boy bands and. And a DJ at that time would not be DJing to teenagers, hmm. so it's a little bit older. Because hmm. we don't really dance to new kids on the block. True. This is true. Or menudo. Yeah. Hmm. So I think it's probably they're probably I'd have to actually look to actually know if what I'm saying is accurate but my assumption to check would be how old is the group when was their popular hit how many hits did they have Mm, that's a big one um and where were they they big Mm -hmm. because backstreet boys in sync they're huge in the united states when i was a teenager yeah and at least with five i had heard of five oh yeah they had that one song um Oh, uh, oh! Was it? It was very dirty. I remember it was oh. a super dirty song, and that was the one that got all the radio play. And uh, okay, well, now when I say dirty, uh, I, I don't. I do not mean that judgmentally. Uh, it was sexually suggestive, and um, oh, it's spelled with a, it. with a number five. That was that, That's one of the things I thought was interesting about. Um, yeah, uh, number five, I-V-E, and the dance Black Ice is Black I-C and then the number three. So that's like their homage. Yeah, they're, homage. they are a British boy band mm-hmm. in 1997. Mm-hmm. So they were around the same time as the Spice Girls. Does it show maybe a handful of their big hits? Um, uh, let's see. I don't recognize any of those. Because mm-hmm. the one we dance to is um, If You're Getting Down, but I know that there was another one. It's not Everybody Get Up. It's not Keep It Moving. It's not Got the Feeling. Let's see. It'll probably come up on their greatest hits. Let's take a look at their greatest hits uh, track listing. We Will Rock You, Keep On Moving, If You're Getting Down, Everybody Get Up, Let's Dance, Rock the Party, Got the Feeling. When Oh, When the Lights Go Out. Baby, when the lights... Go out. Every single word could not express the love and ten- oh, and Slam Dunk the Funk. Jo- uh, John Robinson has. I was gonna say that. Slam Dunk the Funk is the Jive one up, I, re- I recognize. Slam Dunk the Funk. Yeah, we should learn that. So um, let's see. You said Soul Decision. While we are on the topic, yeah. why not? You can. So Soul Decision Band. Mm-hmm is a Canadian band active from 1993 to 2005. Hmm. And then what does it say about Faded? They're best known... Uh, let's see, let me back out just one, oh, one screen. Faded is 2000. Okay, okay. Gravity. I think Gravity is the one I know them from. Hmm. I don't know that I know Gravity. And that's about it. Hmm. Like, I don't know their songs. Nor I. Yeah, those other names don't look uh, familiar to me. It did mention they are best known for the single Faded, which hit number one in Canada yeah. in 2000. So that's, that's what we get for not listening to the Canadian charts in middle school, high school. Right, exactly. So you got to think, here, here I'm going to date myself. Mm. I graduated in 2002. Mm. This was big in 2000, mm. so in Canada. Mm-hmm. I was definitely still listening to primarily country music at this point Mm. (laughs) so that would be another thing to to consider whereas like 
when I was younger, I definitely listened to Backstreet Boys. I definitely listened to NSYNC and that genre of grouping. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Looking at the schedule, now that I have chatted everyone's ear off about uh, the dances taught um, that, that were of m- my partial or full choreography... Uh, are there any others looking at the schedule? I'm just gonna look at Friday for uh, for starters that jumped out uh, as being noteworthy to well, you. Well, um, I am a big believer. I try and any time I am asked to teach at an event, I try and offer up at least one classic option because I think it's really important that not only do we not let some of these classics go mm-hmm. but two a lot of new people have entered the scene myself included in the last within three to five years that don't know a lot of these classic done everywhere kind of dances mm-hmm. and so the fact that you taught faded scott taught drive me wild and have fun go mad mm-hmm. and all of those classes had a lot of people in them mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's saying something. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure that we are not so focused on what's out there or what, not what's out there, but what's not out there yet and what's new and hot and give me something, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me what, what is already out there. Um, I was a little shocked to think of Rebecca and Phillip's new thing as a classic. Mm, that was taught on Sunday. We sat in for that. Yes, um, because that's that's still a relatively new in my head dance. Mm, 2015. <laughs> but I can see it as a classic for them because it's, you know, it's an older dance in their um, repertoire of dances. Mm. Yeah, I remember that being an online discussion, like what constitutes a classic. And some people were saying that three years was enough for something to be classic and here we've been doing our classics night as 10 years or older yeah like we haven't even been playing something in the water as a classic because it's not quite old enough or at least it wasn't at the time that we had our last classics night exactly so you know it's one of those things where differing opinions um Mm -hmm. but it was nice to to sit in on that one too so i liked seeing classics on the schedule i Mm -hmm. thought that that really adds a value to an event. Mm. I really do. Um, I do enjoy, like, for instance, Windy City's floor fillers for those who haven't had a chance to get those. However, I really do think we need to put a little bit more stock in the classics. Mm. Did you attend uh, Joe's party on Saturday? I did a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what I was doing prior to that. <laughs> mm. um, let me see. Oh, I was teaching... Uh, faded, and I think we finished a little early. Um, so folks were saying, "Oh, well, you know, since we have a little bit of time, do you want to check out Joe's party?" So we did. We all migrated into Trinity One Ballroom for that. Uh, Trinity One Ballroom is also where I, early in the morning, earlier in the morning, attended the only class that I got to all weekend, which was uh, genetics, G-E-N-E-T-I-C-S, uh, by Miss Rebecca Lee. And I was kind of going back and forth between like sipping on just a beverage. I think I had like a, an iced tea or something and jumping back out to do the the dancing of it on the floor. 
the prior hour, I had just taught for an hour crawfish pie and ghostwrite it from 9 to 9.50, uh, which I think actually went pretty close to 10. So being on my feet the whole time for genetics you know, sounded like something I'd, I'd want to balance with maybe some sitting or some leaning. Uh, but I, I definitely got out there for all the hand bits because, I mean, the hand stuff totally sell that, uh, or, or for me, the selling point of that dance. Um, and the way they hit the the letters that, that Megan Trainer says, um, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, and, I, you know, once we're all able to dance together again, I'd love to be able to dance that with some of our uh, you know, Sonoma State uh, Line Dance Club members if they are up for the challenge. Um, yes. So I don't know what I was doing for that hour. I must have been running a quick errand. Um, but because I was not in your class for faded. That's all right. You already know it. Um, I was in John Robinson's class the hour before for his technique. Oops. I variated, which is how to look good accidentally on purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, that's another classic that was on the the um the calendar which was Rosie Maltari uh taught hold your horses mm -hmm. by AT Kinson and Tom Mickers um but going back to oops i variated i know i walked in a little bit late because i don't remember but i know i walked in a little bit late and John Robinson totally called me out for being late mm -hmm. And then because I was late, he had me help him demo, <laughs> which was the most unique experience I've ever had. We did Dizzy to three different songs to show people how different music can be interpreted differently. So we did Dizzy to the original. Then we did Dizzy to like a nightclub-y, sexy kind of uh, tempo. And then we did it to a lyrical song, which was the most unique and interesting experience I have ever had hmm. in trying to variate a dance hmm. based on the music. It was not pretty for me. I don't know. I don't know what, what, what I was supposed to do with it, but it was not what I did <laughs> you know a couple of choices on here that i i totally support are cody's teaches uh i noticed he taught knocking boots at two different uh during two different time slots and that's helpful for people who can't make it to one because it you know runs up against another teacher they were going to take but if they really want to learn it they can come on a different day to the same teach at a different time slot because maybe one day they have an early dinner, another day they have like a late lunch and that really guarantees that they will get that teach. Also, when you stand behind a piece of choreography strongly, if you feel uh, you know, proud of a dance that you have done, then you would probably want to you know, teach it even after the, the first year that it's debuted. And I notice on here he has... Uh, Oops Baby, which he choreographed with Rachel McEnany-White on Sunday. And on Saturday, he has, uh, in the same hour as Keep Young by Maggie Gallagher, he has Summer Sway, also choreographed with Rachel McEnany-White. And it looks like uh, Lisa Utz. Mm -hmm. Neat. Um, and I know that when you've had the experience of choreographing with Rachel, you want you want to, to do that dance justice. And you want to be sure that it is shared, because if it's done with Rachel, it's probably of excellent quality she would not let anything out with her name unless she felt proud of it and happy with it um, and if you have the opportunity to share that with other people you take it so I can see why he would 
uh, teach Oops Baby and Summer Sway at this event, um, you know, regardless of when they uh, were originally released. All right, in our last 20 seconds or so, uh, what, do you have any final thoughts? Gonna go, you're going to go next year? Uh, yeah. I will definitely be there next year, and I look forward to seeing everyone else there as well. All right, for Line Dance Podcast, this has been Christopher Gonzalez with... Megan Barcelia. Until next time, we will see, see you on, on the, the dance, dance floor. floor.